know something? You know something? If you had told us one year ago that we were going to come in third in Iowa, we would have given anything for that. And you know something? You know something? Not only are we going to New Hampshire, Tom Harkin, we're going to South Carolina and Oklahoma and Arizona and North Dakota and New Mexico. And we're going to California and Texas and New York. And we're going to South Dakota and Oregon and Washington and Michigan. And then we're going to Washington, D.C. to take back the White House. We will not give up. We will not give up in New Hampshire. We will not give up in South Carolina. We will not give up in Arizona or New Mexico, Oklahoma, North Dakota, Delaware, Pennsylvania, Ohio, Michigan. We will not quit now or ever. We want our country back for ordinary Americans. Early 2020, the world shut down. Stores, restaurants, schools, and whole communities shut their doors in an effort to protect human life. As the world quickly changed, one man went on Facebook to get a degree in internet epidemiology. Brian, along with his lab assistant, Hotley, are curing coronavirus by commenting on fake news and reposting recipes of secret virus cures from a friend of a friend who works high up in government. Join Brian and Hotley as they discuss the world and life during this forced interruption. Learning, laughing, and loving in this real-life commercial break. On this episode of The Commercial Break... Thank you for buying the Gateway, Brian. It's came. Did you? Are you enjoying your Gateway? I really am. Thanks so much. It works just wonderful. Yeah, thanks. I've got the three-day guarantee, so don't <laughs> worry. If it breaks down in the next uh, 16 hours, you're good. Turn it back in. Hey, y'all. Okay, just go ahead. Uh, go ahead. Oh, okay. Um, fa la 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 la. Similance. 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 Uh. Okay, go ahead, guys. Oh, okay. You want to do the drums next? No, I want you to start playing. It's 3.05. You have exactly 27 <laughs> minutes left. It's on it's Lifetime on television. Lifetime. You're watching Lifetime. The next episode of The Commercial Break starts now. Oh, yeah. Hello. I was telling you that uh, the only exercise I may get during the pandemic currently is here when we're dancing before the, while we're waiting for the show to start. Because I, I have a two-year-old you. and a two-minute-old child and then a, a dog that won't shut up and a job that won't <laughs> shut up. And I'm here at the podcast. So look at look at me. Yeah. And you we'll can go. Our, we'll get our calisthenics on. That's right. We're, we'll we're doing the show. Uh, you're going to be able to watch this on video, all you at home here very shortly. We'll tell you more on how to do that. If you go to tcbpodcast.com, you can join the break room. The break room is a little club for exclusive members only. We will determine whether or not you're good enough. We will need you to send in a picture, your body measurements. Uh, I want to know what your current heart rate is because that's important. Just mm-hmm. send you know. your Fitbit. Yeah, I want to make sure you're not going to die from the exclusive bonus content you'll get. <laughs> 
around the 15th of every month. And I say around the 15th because let's be honest about it. I haberdashedly put this shit together uh, on the 14th to send out on the 15th. But then, you know, sometimes I'm a little bit late. So excuse me. That's just the way it is. When you're not paying me to do the show, you get what you get. And that's it. So now that I've made the break room sound super exciting. If you go there and you sign, it's you go a to, labor of love. It is a labor of love. This whole shit starve is a labor of love. TCBpodcast.com. You can join the break room. You can't miss it. It's right there. It's a big button comes up. Join the break room. We'll send you an uh, exclusive bonus content every month. And now the break room members are going to be the first ones to check out the video version of the commercial break, which we're recording today. We have been recording for the last couple episodes. But since I can't figure out exactly how to put it all up on, I've actually got it on YouTube. It's just like hidden behind the wall because for some reason it's fine at the beginning. And then our voices start to go like sideways. Like uh, I had something to do with my computer, which absolutely just took a dump on the floor a couple of weeks ago. And now we've got this brand new, beautiful uh, computer. It's a... Um, it's a gateway. Do you remember the gateways? The ones with oh, the, yeah. the ones that look like the cow. It's a gateway 3000. <laughs> I bought it online. <laughs> I bought it online <laughs> from the same I guy. Still who make sell- those. That's right. Thank you for buying the gateway, Brian. <laughs> it's came. Did you, are you enjoying your gateway? I really am. Thanks so much. It works just wonderful. Yeah. I've got the three day guarantee. So don't <laughs> worry if it breaks down in the next oh, 16 hours, you're good. Turn it back in. How are we doing on the banner ads? <laughs> Real good. Let me tell you, brother. We had I, I almost have two subscribers. <laughs> We've had six plays. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. No problem. Each of my family members has pressed twice. <laughs> okay, we'll we'll talk to you later. Did you did you like my big word that I used? Haberdashedly? I did. I did. I, I know haberdashery and that's like where oh yeah that's where you get your coats and your boots nice clothing i thought that's where you get like got like a leather thing like a haberdashery is where you get leather shit or is it any kind of clothes <laughs> don't check your internet because then you're gonna because then the whole thing's gonna crash we're doing the show on a high wire today as chrissy's got 10 percent battery life she's in a concrete bunker somewhere out there in the universe <laughs> It's no traveling. Yeah. Traveling. Yeah. And I've got this brand new computer. I'm remote. It took all of seven days just to figure out how exactly I was going to record the show. And I know (laughs) I know how to do nothing else on this computer except for do this, what we're doing right now. So we hope you enjoy the broadcast. Yeah. I use that big word haberdashedly because I made that shit up. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. I mean, all you have to do is that confident. That's right. I am. I am a. It's just like getting backstage. Oh, yeah, that's true. You just got to pretend like, you know, where you're going. You should be. That has never not once worked for me. (laughs) I'm like, I'm with the band. Ever not worked for me. (laughs) (laughs) What's the name of the band that I was trying to use? (laughs) Who are the guys at uh, Bonnaroo? The. Oh, what oh, was their name? Uh, oh shit. We said Wait, it like a million moon, times. Moon, moon Shadow. Moon Taxi. moon Taxi. I'm with Moon Taxi. I'm here to get some beer. <laughs> go fuck yourself, man. Go get your own beer. All right. Thanks. I was told that if I just come in here with confidence that I can get some beer. <laughs> I should have just been honest. Moon, I was, taxi. moon Taxi. So yeah, haberdashedly. It's, uh, I'm an expert in all things dictionary. I'm, a, I'm an expert in all things that start with the word dick. Like a yeah. dictionary and... Uh, dictation and dick delicious in the tasty tones <laughs> dick delicious was a band? it was dick delicious i i'm pretty sure <laughs> my memory 
you know, just give me a, just, let's just pretend. <laughs> let's go with it. Let's roll with it. Dick Delicious and the Tasty Tones is a band that used to travel here in the Southeast of the United States of America, I think. And if I remember correctly, I saw them once at the, uh, at the rec room. Do you remember the rec room? You, you weren't yes. here actually. You, you, were you here? I, I briefly, well, cause I grew up in Atlanta. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you would have known when yeah, I was yeah. 16 and then, you know, always was coming back. So yeah. yeah. So the rec room was this like under like a look like basically like a bunker right it had a it had a brick facade and then you would walk down into the earth and then it would be this i don't know let's call it 200 by 200 room like square room pool table off in the corner bar on each side with you know old like bartenders in their late 50s who just were hated children that came in and tried to use the fake ids but the rec room was a place where any band could guarantee that they could get a spot because they didn't give a shit. They were just like, you would yeah. call them up. I remember I was in a band and I was like 16 years old and the band was called 33 Willie. It's a genius name that I came up with, that we came up with. 33 Willie. Isn't that an interesting name? Uh, so we're in this band, 33 Willie. and Going we're, back to all things dead. <laughs> that's right. And I'm writing... <laughs> I'm writing all of these. I was a singer and played some guitar in the band and I was writing all these melodramatic songs because, you know, I was a teenager and it was the 90s and everything was so dramatic and the girl didn't love me and maybe she didn't, maybe she didn't. Maybe the I, era of Nirvana yeah, and Maybe I was alluding to suicide. Maybe I wasn't, right? And, uh, you know, people were dying on the front lawns and just this yeah. crazy crap that I was writing. It was just bad, bad music, just bad, bad music. But we thought we had our shit together, you know? And But it was our first show, so we were really nervous and we were like one of the guys in the band knew that you could call the rec room and get yourself a spot for, you know, for nothing. Right. You'd be, yeah. it, it, uh, the rec room. How can I help you? Uh, yes, I'm a band and I'm, I'd like to book a, a show. Okay. Uh, what are you doing this Thursday at three o'clock? <laughs> well, I'm a sophomore in high school, so I'm going to be in high school. Oh, that's really bad. Too bad. We got a spot you could fill it Thursday at three o'clock. <laughs> okay, we'll we'll get out of school, I think. You know, everyone in the background's like, We'll get out of school. We'll get out of school. Yeah, we're yeah, doing yeah. it. Okay, doing okay, it. we're we're doing it. Okay, so what do we need to do? Show up. I to show up. <laughs> okay, how do we promote it? That's that's entirely up to you. We <laughs> we here at the rec room have an open promotion policy. You feel free to do it however you want. <laughs> Okay, great. Can we like use your logo and stuff? Uh, we don't have a logo. It's just spelled rec room. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. We're going to be there Thursday at three o'clock. Do we, what time is sound check? Three o'clock. <laughs> oh, that's what time sound check starts? Sure, man. Whatever you want. Three o'clock. <laughs> Call it sound yeah. check. Or- three o'clock to 3.35. It's all you. <laughs> So we show up, we get our gear, we show up. I swear to God, maybe it's not a Thursday, but maybe it's a Friday and it's like 4.30, right? So we show up, we put out these flyers at school, we get like 26 people to attend, right? And everyone is super excited and I am just a ball of fucking nerves. I'm like, oh my God, I got to get up there in front of people. Like we've been doing this in this guy's addict, you know, to no one. And now I got to get up and sing these melodramatic songs that no one's going to like and just all this stuff that goes to your head. And I had a real bad bout of stage fright. And so I was like, oh my God, holy shit. And so we get up there, we start plugging in our instruments, and the guy is in the back of the room, right? He's like in, at the soundboard. Hey, y'all. Okay, just go ahead. Uh, go ahead. Oh, okay. Fa la 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 la. Similance. 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 Uh, yeah, okay. 
Okay, go ahead, guys. Right, I'm testing microphone one, microphone one. You're testing microphone one? It's fine. I can hear you. Oh, okay. You want to do the drums next? No, I want you to start playing. It's 3.05. You have exactly 27 <laughs> minutes left. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought we were... And there's like the 26 people are standing out there and they're all like, what is going on? Like, And I was like, I'm sorry. I thought we had a stage... Uh, I thought we had a, a sound check. Hey, brother, do the sound check on your own time. You guys got to get going. <laughs> exactly. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then so I'm like, all right, guys. One, two, three, and, and four. A one and a two. Yeah. And my guitar wasn't plugged in. So it's just like it was the biggest shit show ever. Twenty six people, most of them sitting, no crowd interaction whatsoever. We ripped through the three songs that we know. We had a show. It started at three oh seven. We had till three thirty five. It ended at three thirteen because even with the sound check, that was it. We were done. And uh, in the rec room, think it's longer when you're doing it. Yeah, it's like a speech you give in school. That's right. You're absolutely right. Yeah, I got to be five minutes, but then you actually say it out loud. It's 30 seconds. It's you're 100% (laughs) right about that, Hudley. Like every time I got on stage, I felt like I just did like some opus concert. Right. And then I get off and it was seven and a half minutes after I had gotten on stage. And as I got older and became, you know, (laughs) a more emboldened singer, I never got over my stage fright. Then I would just drink it away. Right. Yeah. A lot of people do that. Yeah. And there was, I remember we played a show in Alabama and in like some other band that we were in that actually we had a little, like a tiny bit of momentum. I think I told you this story, right? Yeah. Like a little bit of momentum, maybe one or two people out there actually enjoyed the music and both of them were in the band. It was like me and the other guy and we played a show and in the, and I'm just like, I'm in it. I'm so hammered on tequila. I'm just shit faced on tequila and like, I'm into it. And it's, you know, this is the best show we've ever played and in my mind. It's like this big dramatic, I'm Jim Morrison and, you know, <laughs> right. the, the lizard King prolific. And then, yes. and then, the, and then somebody from the crowd. Hey man, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. it's rock and roll for you good times yeah so the rec room here's an ode to the rec room the place you could always play and i think we've ended up playing here's to the rec room and what the deal was is that you know they charge five dollars to get in and they tell you they will split we'll split the door after you get a hundred people in the door and they knew we were never going to get a hundred people in the door so yeah yeah (laughs) yeah i was never gonna get don't worry. And then eventually we were like, can we get a cut of the bar? And he's like, man, you ain't even old enough to drink. What are you talking about? You got a cut of the bar? The only guy drinking is the bartender. Can what are you talking about? Yeah. Could I please have a beer? <laughs> yeah, at least have a beer. <laughs> oh, so I, I wanted to, I wanted to update you on a situation that we had talked about earlier on an earlier episode. Maybe we'll go back to episode number 18. How you doing oh, on, okay. how you doing on power over there? <laughs> I've got 32%. Oh my God. Yeah. We're running. We're going to go. <laughs> It's, it's it's like my show at the rec room. We gotta go. I gotta. Yeah. I gotta go. I gotta go. Um, so, the, remember we were talking about Married at First Sight, the television yes, program Married yes, at First Sight. And so, I actually just saw an article about something about that. Ma- Married at First Sight, about, Australia, the one in Australia. I, I, I don't know. Uh, I, I would have to go back to my notes. Okay. Anyways, so right. we go to Mar- let's go to Married at First Sight, Australia, because there's two versions. Yes. The one in the U.S., which yeah. I find to be a little bit on the boring side now that I've watched the Australian one, which is just like a total fucking. That was with Michael and, and uh, uh, Michael and Michelle. Woman. It's actually yes. Steve and Michelle. I said Michael and Michelle. Uh, I was okay. totally wrong. It's Steve <laughs> and Michelle. 
Right. And so Steve and Michelle are now, they've been together. They stay together, right? They did. Yes. They stay together. Then they're still together. And it's like, we've got two more episodes left. Did a spark? Did a spark spark? Kind of. They actually ended up sleeping in the same bed together, you know, but I've, and then they said there was a little cuddle there, but she's been pressing them. She's like, listen, all, she's like baby steps, right? She's like, all you have to do is let's just sleep together. Don't have to touch me. Don't have to do anything. Let's just spend the night together in the same bed because they've been married for four fucking weeks and he hasn't even slept in the same bed with her. How do you expect a spark to happen if you don't even at least give it a try, right? Right. And so this week they, they, they come up and, and the question is, you know, the experts are like, you have to get intimate, right? You have to get intimate. And, my, and Steve mm-hmm. says, well, I have been intimate, mate, right? I, I feel a real, a, a great degree of intimacy with, with Michelle here. And I'm like, what do you consider intimate? Like, what is, inti- what is intimate to you? If someone says, have you been intimate? What, do, what does that mean to you, Hodley? I mean, that's getting intimate. It's, it's, I mean, it's, it's going past kissing. It's, oh, oh, okay. So you have, there's like a degree, like, okay. So intimate is past kissing. Is that rounding second base? Is that, is that over the bra or under the bra? Yeah, that's, that's, that's a little bit of a gray area, but I think it's, you know. Yeah. Like you guys are. Going into, there's, there's my, there's bodily fluids maybe. Oh, bodily fluids. Wow. You take it there. I don't know. You got to be gushing. <laughs> Someone's got to be gushing for intimacy. I think of intimacy as like, uh, I don't know, like a closeness to a person, right? Now, well, I agree right. with you. Like I, I give pecks on the cheek to some of my friends, but I don't consider that yeah. intimate, right? I consider yeah. like a certain closeness with someone, a sexuality, a savoir-faire, if you will, with someone, a a interaction that's more than just friendly, I would consider intimate. Kind of, And that got me yeah. thinking. And I don't know why it got me thinking about this. When I was a young man, we had a sexual thing that we used to do. And when I was like, I don't know, 13, 14, 15, 16, I want to see if this resonates with you. Because I want to campaign to bring this back. Now that I have a daughter in the world and a son in the world, I think I want to campaign to bring this back because I don't feel like the kids know about this. And I'm a little bit concerned that they're missing out on something that wasn't all that fun, but... But I definitely didn't end up in pregnancy. Dry humping. Oh, the dry hump. The dry hump, right? I remember yeah. the dry hump. I think this is I think this <laughs> is a super part of memory. I think this is a super important <laughs> thing that we have got to teach these children, especially That's my the children. The original safe sex. That is the original safe sex. <laughs> is dry humping, right? Because uh <laughs> <laughs> I feel like yeah. the kids today they they watch the pornography. They yeah, look at the titties and the, and the penises and they get themselves all excited and they go, just go right for it. Not knowing exactly what they're getting, they're getting themselves into, right? There yes. are all these little 16 year old porn stars running around trying to uh, have sex with each other and film yeah. it and put it on TikTok and cock talk and whatever the fuck else is out there in, <laughs> in the universe. But what they don't realize, what, they're missing one step in the process, in the intimacy process. Because when you're a kid that age, intimacy truly is, it's by basis, right? I kissed her. I French kissed her. I touched yep. her breast uh, yeah. or he or she felt, you know, my ping yeah. pang over the pants, under the pants, mm-hmm. you know, and then whatever it is for you and your particular sexual predilection. But you're really missing out on something if you don't go to, to dry humping. If you the don't. So I'm starting a campaign here. Hashtag dry hump. Here, hashtag dry hump. <laughs> I love it. Here I... on the commercial break, we here at the commercial break are are in full support 
of the dry hump because it's yeah. a way that you two can feel like you're having sex yes. with a with a a Another wool person. rug, <laughs> <laughs> a burlap sack, a and but it, you can practice your emotion and your energy. Yeah, you can without yeah. all the dangers of sex. And the reason why I really want to start this campaign now, why it's important to me, why it's close to my heart right here. I know, and I want you to go out and vote too. Those are a couple of things that are important to me. Go out yes. and vote. And then hashtag dry hump. Bring dry hump back. <laughs> I'm totally going to hashtag the dry hump. <laughs> Is because I have a daughter and a son now. And I'm hoping that, you know, yeah. that this, because the kids to... today, they just go, they go right to it. Right. And that some of them even are having anal sex because they don't believe that's real sex. Oh right. That's God, what they I had a friend who that... did anal sex because she didn't yeah, believe it was real sex. She didn't think it was the real thing. I'm like, uh, He's really convincing you of something. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I want to meet that guy who convinces somebody. But I hear that a lot of like the evangelicals and some of the more, yes. some of the more strict, like even Christi- Christians, Catholics, stuff like that. They say that, you know, when you're doing it in that hole, you're yeah. still keeping your virginity and you're respecting God. I got news for you. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what you consider respect. But that hole is not for respect, right? That is not the respect hole. I'm just letting you know that. You might as well just go for it. Yeah. I dated a woman. And why this all came about when I was watching my uh, Married at First Sight Australia, I'm not particularly sure, but this is just how my mind works. I dated a woman when I was, let's let's say that I was in my 27 to 29 range. I dated a woman. She was uh, an interesting girl. She was a bartender. I met her at a bar. She was a bartender. She was a wily cat. She was a short little thing. She was, uh, you know, just one of those girls, like a pocket rocket. It's full of energy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. She was from like Snailville, Georgia, right? Real yeah. redneck, super. Short hair? Short uh, no, not short hair, not but short hair. not, okay, not long hair, right? Yeah. Short hair. Yes. I, I get it. Like when you're short yes. with the short hair, it's, it makes all the sense in the world. And I don't care how, how tall you are. Actually, short women I find to be yeah. uh, very interesting. But so this girl, let's call her, um, let's call her Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> Rocky and I yes. started dating and, you know, as adults do, uh, eventually we got intimate, Right. I went, we went to first base and then eventually to second. And then at some point we rounded, <laughs> at some point we rounded home. Rounded third. And that was oh, two consent, no. two consenting adults were just, you know, doing what two consenting adults do. What the, we were giving, we were using the things that God gave us, holy. That's yes. what I'm trying to say out of this. And thank you very much. And, uh, so we, we have sex on, on a couple of occasions and I, you know, okay. Hey, I think I'm. Per- I would give myself a solid C minus on the performance. <laughs> feel like I'm. Feel like I'm right there in the pocket. <laughs> I feel like I'm. It's not good enough that she, you know she wants to talk to her friends about it and make people jealous, but it's not bad enough that she wants to walk away from the relationship yet. I talk feel to like her friends yeah, about it. Yeah. <laughs> Either way, <You> know, <laughs> really good or really bad, you're talking That's to your right. friends about. Oh, really? I got to change my game plan then. <laughs> I feel like I'm bringing in a satisfactory performance. Let's put it that way, right? If you, if I was in school, the teacher would say, "You did your homework." Like they wouldn't say, "Like you know, congratulations, you did a great job." They would say, "Read the cliff notes." Yeah, I'm proud of you. You did your homework, right? (laughs) I never want to overperform because I feel like then you're just setting expectations you can't Mm, have. But I don't want to under deliver either because then I feel like you get yourself in trouble. Right. So I like to be right there in like the C minus to C range. I feel like that's a good place to be. 
in life in general. I feel like that's a good place. <laughs> you don't get noticed one way or the other. So we have that's sex a couple of times. That's why you're doing a podcast. <laughs> to three people. <laughs> Do you want to make it four? Okay, dude, I'll, pay, I'll spend money with you later. Okay, just give me a call. This is, I can tell you're going to need more subscribers after this episode. <laughs> he has a huge family. Yeah, he has a huge family. Uh, so we have sex a couple times. And then we're getting intimate on the couch one night. Mm-hmm. And I go to do what I do. You know, I'm getting ready for my solid C minus performance. And I figure, you know, let's let's get below the belt and start working under the trunk, right? Let's yes. get everything primed and ready. And she was like, no, 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 no. Just dry on me. And I was like, <laughs> what? And she's like, I just want you to dry on me. And I was like, oh, oh, I get it. Maybe it's like, maybe it's. Maybe it's that time of the month. She doesn't want like, one of the things, right? One of the things that my chauvinistic mind thinks immediately, right? Is it's Mm -hmm. definitely all, there's a problem with her and not with me. She, you know, something's going on. Right. So I'm like, uh, okay, I don't even remember how to do that, but okay, you know, let's try. So (laughs) I've got these button fly jeans on, right? You just hump. Yeah. You just hump with the jeans on, right? With the jeans yeah, on. with usually jeans. <laughs> yeah, usually jeans. You start you start a small fire. <laughs> <laughs> you do. By rubbing right. as fast as you can with jean material until someone gets burned or or rips skin, right? Which so I'm like, okay, so we go through this whole we'd have these whole motions, right? And then I'm like, yeah. but it doesn't do anything for me because quite frankly, it's just not after a while, it really hurts. It's for me, it hurts. Right. It's I'm, I'm not all that interested in it, but yeah. Okay. So, and then the night wraps up and then, uh, then we're back together a couple nights ago. And she says, okay, I'm getting ready, right? Going under the trunk, doing the whole nine yards. I'm going to round home. Here we go. I'm going to put going in under the hood, going under the hood. Got to say going <laughs> under the trunk. <laughs> All the parts are under the hood. Oh, for the Christians, it's under the trunk. I got it. (laughs) 10-4. If you want to keep your virginity, you stay under the trunk. (laughs) Junk in the trunk. So here I go again right now. I've decided in my mind, I'm going to put in a solid C performance now because I feel like my confidence is... On the dry hump. Yeah. Well, not on the dry hump. You're doing... Oh. No, I I thought we were going to go right back into it. I thought this was a temporary problem, like a temporary setback. And now we were going to go right back into where we started from. Like, I thought maybe, you know, maybe she, she was having her period and this is just why she wanted to do this. And, and that's okay with me. Whatever. I mean, it, we're all, yeah. we're consenting adults and that's what that means. If she's not consenting, you know, she wants to do something else. You know, hey, I'm right. game. Not particularly exciting. But so I, so a couple nights later, I'm like, okay, I'm going to put in a solid C performance with the sex, with the actual sex, the yes. sex, mm-hmm. so that, you know, she knows that she doesn't have to go back to dry humping, that I've right. stepped up my game just a little bit, right? <laughs> and then again, no, 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 no. Just let's just dry hump. And I'm like, oh, okay, okay, let's just, let's just, yeah, let's, let's do that. Why not? <laughs> sure. You got to have another beer? So here we go. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, friction begins. <laughs> And I'm like, oh my God, ah, you know, it's now it's starting to hurt a little bit, right? Because we just did this a couple nights ago and now it's starting to hurt again. I have button yeah. fly jeans. Chafing. Chafing. Chafe. Right. And then I'm like, I'm like, well, 
I, I don't know what's wrong. Like, I wonder if I should have a conversation about this, but I let it slide the second time again, because I figured, well, whatever. Third, yeah. third time, third time. It's a, that's a, I mean, it's a good way to, for build up. Yeah, it's, it's a good way for buildup, but you know, usually as consenting adults, then you follow through with the action. Yes. Or at least if you've had sex before, you would think you would follow through on the action. I'm not saying it's a yes. given that if you dry hump, then yeah. you're going to actually hump, but th- we had a history of actually having I mean, dry humping. Uh, oh, you had a history of having sex. Hun, we had sex like four times before all of a sudden she switched oh, to dry hump. I missed that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> So, so now my confidence is shaken. Yeah. I'm a little bit blown. My yeah. penis hurts. And I, <laughs> we've now started a small brush fire in between the two of us. <laughs> is that what's going on out in California? Yes. There's a lot of, the, maybe we brought dry humping back. <laughs> Hashtag dry hump. <laughs> so, uh, so then the third time, and here we go again, right? I'm getting ready to go under the tire and get, you know, <laughs> get into the trunk, go under the tire and back through the hood. And I'm like, and she's like, no, 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 no. Let's just try. And I'm like, okay, now I got to say something. And I'm like, Hey, uh, why? Third time is not a charm. No, it's not the charm. And I'm like, is everything okay? (laughs) Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Everything's great. Let's just try. And I'm like, okay, but you know, we had the sex, like we did the sex a couple of times and now you just want to dry hump. And that's okay. Like if, if there's a reasoning behind this, is it just that, you know, listen, Listen, I just feel like with you, it's so much better. She said this. <laughs> with you, it's, it's it's so much better if I just have a little bit of pressure. And with the dry hump, it's just I just get there quicker. And I was like, oh, oh what? Excuse me? I was like, did you just say that with me, it was better if, you, if I didn't insert my penis? Yeah, listen, it's just so much better with you if I just, if I don't even see your penis anywhere near me. Hoodly, um, hoodly. This is, I swear to God, this woman said this. The fact that she kept wanting to dry hump is, like, it, I think she, I might have been like. Oh, uh, yeah, well, listen. Let's get out of here. Let, let, let's, <laughs> let's not do this anymore because we're having to backtrack. Well, listen, I've never been one to take, you know, I'm not exactly the world's most intelligent human being. And I figured this was just a temporary setback and we get back to the, we get back on the ball field sooner rather than later. Little did I know that this girl had no intention of letting me back in the ball field. She was just like, no, you're out in the parking lot. So my C C (laughs) minus, I'm still in the batting cages. Gone back. Yeah. I'm gone from, from major league down to minor league. That's right. I'm ready to get on the field and she's like still warming up. So I said, oh, I'm, I, did I do something wrong? No, 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 nothing wrong. I just, <laughs> this is how she talked too. It was just like, she's like, when, you know, when we were, no, 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 no. It's just, it's just better if we try. <laughs> wow. Well, wow. I was right. And you don't know how, yeah. how upset this made me, how this shook my confidence. And it made me really like my C minus performance probably was more like an F plus, right? Because yeah. she really just didn't want to have the sex with me anymore. It was just done. So I did exactly what any man with his pride intact did. I dry humped her. <laughs> <laughs> I dry humped her and then called it a night and I left. They and called it quits. I, I, so a couple of weeks, fast forward. So I was just dating, by the way, just dating around, right? So a couple of weeks, fast yeah. forward. 
she lived in a different county than I did. And we didn't see each other all that often anyway, like maybe once a week or twice a week. And so a couple of weeks went by for whatever reason, we didn't see each other and I met somebody else. And then, so I, so I called her and I said, Hey, listen, uh, I just want to let you know, I, I have met somebody else. I don't want to be, I don't want to be like a player. I don't want you to think that I'm, you know, stroking behind your back. I just want to let you know that I've met someone else and you know, we're going to, we're going to go out and we're going to see each other. Oh, that's, that's okay. Don't worry about it. Everything. That's okay. Yeah. She was like, that's okay. she didn't even <laughs> Thanks have, for letting me yeah, know. she was like, that's okay. Don't worry about it, Brian. I just want you to know that it's, I've really enjoyed my time with you. <laughs> and I was like, this is not an exit interview. I'm just, <laughs> why don't you feel a little bit of like sadness that I'm, that I'm breaking up with you? No, none whatsoever. <laughs> none whatsoever. I don't. Thanks. That's actually a really good tactic. I agree with you. Part. Yeah, she just she now literally that I think about it. She she backed the train right up. She backed the train up and went to dry hump, and then she went to dry humping. Like, or, or, instead of an actual breakup, you go to dry hump. I just went. You just go straight to dry hump. So dry hump. we're married, so we'll never get to the, you know. I don't think that <laughs> tactic's ever going to come into play. If my <laughs> wife ever ever says, "Let's start dry humping," <laughs> I know we're in a trouble. <laughs> But I, the, I swear this happened to me and it was like the most self, def, it was the most deflating thing that it's yeah. sexually that I had ever been through. And I've been sure. through some pretty deflating things sexually. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no Casanova. And I was like, oh my God, this girl literally just like, she, she took it all the way there. And then she was slowly backing me up. I imagine if we had stayed yeah. together, she'd be like, no, 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 no. Just feel no, me no. up, feel me up over the bra. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> No, 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 no. Let's let's not Absolutely. let's not kiss with tongue anymore. Yeah, no, let's not. <laughs> no, no, no. Don't don't touch me anymore. I just feel it's better if you don't touch me. No, 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 I, no, I get no, off no. so much quicker that way. No, 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 Dry Oh my gosh, Brian. She backed up the intimacy on me. So listen. So I bring it all. Let's wrap it back around to to uh. Married at first sight, Australia. I feel Uh, like Michelle and Steve could at least give it a try on the dry humping. On the dry hump. Yeah, just give it the dry, give it the old dry hump. I had a second thought about this though. The old dry hump try. Yeah, you know, Michelle is not that bad looking of a woman, right? And she's in her, I'm guessing 50s and maybe he's in his 60s. She is not that bad looking. Not for me, for my taste. I don't find her unattractive at all. I maybe, but he is a man of a certain age and I'm starting to think, I'm wondering if he's getting performance anxiety. Uh, Like if this whole situation is just based around, maybe he's had some performance problems in the past. Plus you're in front of a bunch of cameras. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're not doing the sex in front of the cameras, but yeah, (laughs) no, I get it. Yeah. But but they're going to report on everything, right? So if you get into the bedroom and then you can't perform for some reason, it's definitely coming out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Everyone's going to know because, you know, they just talk to each other. The whole show, the whole premise (laughs) and why Married at First Sight Australia is so much better than the U.S. is that they all get together and talk about each other's marriages. And it's all like it's all out in the open. You know everything or you think you know everything that's going on. And for Steve and Michelle, this has been a real issue the entire time. I am rooting for them because I do. I I do have a soft spark in my heart for them. You should watch the show. It's really, I know it's really trash. It's really shitty television that I think you're going to enjoy. It's on. No, it's not on Netflix. It's on. uh, What what network is it on? TLC? No, not TLC. Uh, The Lifetime. It's on Lifetime. It's on Lifetime television. You're watching Lifetime? No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Let's just touch our vaginas together. 
I'm a woman and I don't even watch Lifetime. Okay. Are you watching Lifetime, man? Did you say Lifetime? (laughs) Yes, I did. Oh, shit, man. I don't know if we can run your banner ad anymore. (laughs) Why? I doubt it's on Lifetime. It's on Lifetime. It's on Lifetime. I'm I'm 95% sure it's on Lifetime. Because they're like all like, you know, um, documentaries or or recreations. No, bad... Yeah, bad, horrible stories. Story, yeah, of stalkers. Of, yeah, that's exactly and, it. Yeah, it's just yeah. a, it's a crazy. And then, and then Christmas shows. Oh yeah, then they have the the Christmas movies. I actually mm-hmm. never watched the Lifetime Network in my entire life, but <laughs> but until yes, Married at First Sight, yes, I have. <laughs> until Married at First Sight came on, and it was on a different channel. It was like on thing on Discovery or something or TLC or one of those. You know, my brother called me the other day, my twin brother, and he says you have to bring up on the on the commercial break, you have to bring up the fact that TLC actually used to be called the learning channel. The learning channel. Yeah. And now it's just called what fucking shit can we put on the air channel? I mean, what are you learning on that channel? There's no learning about it. I think they actually had to legally, not legally, but I think they legally changed their name to TLC. It's like kind of like KFC changed their name from Kentucky Fried Chicken. (laughs) To just KFC. Yeah. Because, you know, they don't put any chicken in their, in their KFC, but I don't, I don't think that that's true. I just don't <laughs> think that that's true. I, I'm still holding on. Well, you're to, learning. We're all learning. I, that's why I watch the learning channel. I feel mm-hmm. like I'm, I'm learning. So <laughs> I was going back and listening to some old uh, music that my parents used to play this soft rock station in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And I grew up in the eighties. So a lot of the soft rock was coming in and out of the seventies uh, yeah. and the early eighties. And there was some cheese tastic rock back then. Let me tell totally. you. Totally. I don't know if you remember this song, but there was a song called Into the Night by a guy named Barry Mandrones. Um, and she's only 16 years old. Leave her alone, they say. Yes, yes. Okay. The pedophile song. Yes, the pedophile song. So I listened to this song and the lyrics are absolutely unbelievable. And how this guy got away with this. So I decided I was going to see if there was a video attached to this particular song. Google this because I can't play it on here. I don't own the licensing rights, so I can't play it on the actual show. But the song is called Into the Night, and it's got by a guy named Barry Mandronas. And look at the video that they attached to this particular song. It is the most rapey thing I have ever seen in my entire life. It starts off with Barry Mandronas. It's a song about him falling in love with a 16-year-old girl. Right. right. And how the totally father. Totally normal. Yeah, totally normal. And he. For another 16 year old. Yeah, that's that's correct. <laughs> For someone in the age range of 15 to yes. 17, not 38 years old. And Barry right. Mandrones looks like he's 92 when he's singing this song. The guy's still alive. I don't even know. I don't know how this guy's not in jail somewhere. But basically, he sings this song. And it's about him, him getting. Uh, him justifying the relationship or the lust wow. he has for a 16-year-old girl. Mm. So the video starts off. It's a really bad video. It's the, the beginning of the video age. So he knocks on the door and the father mimes the words, she's only 16 years old, leave her alone, right? Oh. But then Barry <laughs> decides, undeterred by the father, you know, he, it's just a misunderstanding. <laughs> they don't understand. They don't, they never understand. Right, they never understand when I'm in love with 15-year-old women. So, right, they, in fact, <clears throat> the law doesn't understand Yeah, either. I don't get <laughs> I don't understand. I don't understand why they don't understand. (laughs) But if you get married, then that's a different story. Um, So he runs around to the side window 
And he's the girl is like literally sitting on the floor, like, you know, staring at a flower or something. And he is like staring at her through the window like they don't understand my love. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's so fucking creepy. Just the imagery. So then it gets worse because as the video goes on, Barry goes to the store. He tries to ring her on the telephone. Right. She doesn't answer the phone. The father (laughs) answers the phone and hangs up. Barry goes to the open air market, wherever the fuck there's an open air market, you know, in 1980, and he buys a rug. He buys that rug rug. and he takes it back to the window and he pops open the window of the girl's bedroom and he throws the rug (laughs) on the floor and he lays it down and then he lays her down on the floor. I'm not even kidding you. This is not this is a video that happened. It's out there. And and so then. Then they use all of the technology that they can muster in 1980 to make the carpet fly while the two are making love. So now it's just like this carpet, like this cutout of this carpet and two people kissing while it's flying around scenes like the Grand Canyon, uh, the Statue of Liberty, uh, Chicago's Beltway. It's Uh just like flying all over the place while Barry's trying to seduce this 16 year old girl. It's the creepiest fucking thing. That girl that was actually in the video. I mean, can you imagine if you're like, uh, people are like, you look so familiar. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like, have you seen me making love to a man on a flying carpet? And in probably in 1981, this was like, yeah. Are you in the Into the Night video? Oh, yes, I am. That's me. I actually got to make love to Barry Mitchell. <laughs> Wait, you need to do a lifetime. Where are they now? Oh, yeah. Where are they now? She's probably in a cave somewhere buried under Barry Mandronis' house. It's a fucking creep. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god it was holy you have to go check i'm gonna put a link I'm to the video totally in the it. show notes and uh and it's just i i can't believe that in the 80s they were getting away with this stuff but there's a oh, lot of they were getting away uh, they're getting a lot of stuff <laughs> it's miami yeah. vice for one. Oh my god miami vice was like <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh what crockett and tubs are at a high school and they're like <laughs> yeah. doing a, a and then they meet some some freshman cheerleader, and they're like, "Yeah, doing so like, like a line of coke yeah. as they're speeding off on a speedboat in no shirt and a white." And that's right. I think that style is coming back. Astrid and I went to Miami one time, and we go to a we go to uh, not Little Havana, but we go to a, uh, I think it's Circle de Havana is what it's called. It's a street in Miami, and they close uh-huh. off the street. The street is closed off, and every night it comes to life with Latino music and restaurants and it's like Fun. pure Cubano and Latino. It's awesome. I love it. Yes. I love Miami. I, I love, love that music it. too. I really love that music. Me too. So we end up going out to eat and while we're, while we're out to eat, we see this, this shop and it's all, the entirety of the shop is linen clothing, white linen clothing, oh, yeah. like back like they used to yeah. wear in the eighties, right? Flowy. And at flowy and, and it was just like a hot, sweaty night. And I was like, mm. you know what, hon? I want to go in here and see if they have like an actual linen shirt that I could wear on the beach. Right. Yeah. We get in there and there is this little lady from Argentina who makes all this linen clothing. And she is like, hi, welcome. Well, welcome. And I'm like, I know you are one sexy man. I mean, really, honestly, you have the body of like a 22 year old. <laughs> the body of a 22. And look at your wife. Look how beautiful she is. The big breasts and the wonderful butt. And she's so beautiful. And she was, pre- as yes. was pregnant at the time. I've never seen a more beautiful pregnant woman in my entire life. You can tell she's glowing. Look at this. And look at look how big your penis is. Oh, my God. Your penis is so big. I can tell by your shoes. We can't fit these pants. I know. And she's like, 
so while she's doing this, she's slowly like walking us around the store and just grabbing stuff off the shelves. And she's like, I just made this. It's guaranteed to fit your body type. And your body type is very handsome. Let me tell you, if I had to put you up there, you're... I know you make the sex at like a B plus, right? And I'm like, no, C minus actually B plus in this linen shirt. So she's, she's pulling stuff off the racks as she's going along. Holy, I swear to God, I didn't walk out of there without spending less than 1500 fucking dollars. I went in for a shirt and the girl complimented How many times have I worn that linen shirt? Zero times. I've never worn anything linen. As a matter of fact, I just gave it to Goodwill. $1,500 worth of clothing I gave to Goodwill. That girl just complimented me into $1,500 worth of clothing. It's like a Venus flytrap. Has it happened? Uh, yeah, I think a real good sales. Well, they give person. you a glass of wine. Uh, they give you a glass of wine, and they're like, "That looks amazing on you." Amazeballs. Like, oh try this on. Try this on. Try this on. <laughs> Next thing you know, yep. Uh, I think I missed my calling in life. I should have been like a like a salesperson for clothing because I feel like I, I could do that. I feel like I could do you that. You could do. You would get an A plus. Yeah. On that, I, uh, sure. I'm bringing my game up a little bit. The nice handsome man walks in. Like if Steve walked in, I'd be like, Steve, Steve, you're so good looking. You're so good. You know what's good looking on you? You know what's good looking on you? These capri pants. Let's put some capri pants on you. (laughs) Yes. Oh my God. Uh, how, how much how much internet life do you have there? I'm nine percent left. I guess that means we got to end the show. <laughs> this is the first time we will end the show based on Chrissy Hodley's battery life. But I think we actually got it in. I think we got in I almost did. every. I, I wanted really to talk. Enjoyed this. I know I did too. I wanted to talk about the the Trump boat parade and some and some other stuff that that oh, I thought was Lord. interesting. We'll save it for episode twenty three. Yeah. Uh, tcbpodcast.com is where you go. You can read all of the show notes and the show notes. We had a little problem with the show notes. So if you've been going there and reading and like looking for the show notes, we actually had an issue with the show notes. We didn't recognize it until just a couple days ago because, you know, we're on top of shit around here. And so we're, we're going through and we're fixing the show notes. You can find links to some of the stuff that we talk about. I'll put up the video of into the night. I'll do all kind of stuff. Uh, and then send us your audio clips, your parody songs, all your funny stuff. Send it to info at tcbpodcast.com or you can go to the website, contact us and I'll find a way to get the large files over to us make sure you join the break room because this week i think we got good enough video that this week Ooh. we will be broadcasting an episode on youtube but only to those hot, who join the break hot. room hot 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 so if you want to see hot. us actually do what we do no 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 you don't want to see this you don't want to see brian <laughs> here it's the best version of the show right there no 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 Let's just take it easy. We don't want to go straight to video. <laughs> I have to go straight to video. Uh, Were you talking about dry humping? I was, Mom. <laughs> I used to do that when I was like back in my 20s, too. I don't even want to hear about it. You know you can dry hump and they don't even touch you? It's a good way to make love during coronavirus. Okay, thanks, Mom. I love you. Hi, Brian. It's your mom. I love you, too, Mom. Okay, for episode number 22, Chrissy, live from some strange place. Hopefully, we'll, we'll get you <laughs> from some strange bu- yeah. cement bunker in the southeast of the of the United States of America. Thank you for joining. I know we did this on a high wire act today, so I appreciate I it. I love you. I and love you, too. I love all our listeners and appreciate it. Oh, we yeah, all our too. listeners around the world. 92 yeah. different countries listening, every state in the union. And we're all in all 50 states. In all 50 states. Yes. We, have subs- we think we have subscribers in all 50 states. Can't really, <laughs> don't really know if they've subscribed, but we know they're listening. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you. Thanks to Podcast Universe, you have all 50 states are listening. Yes. Actually, that was before you did it. Yeah, but I mean, you know, we have to take credit for something. <laughs> Do you want to buy more banner ads? 
Yeah, I'll get with you after the show. Okay, bye, Brian. It's your ego. (laughs) (laughs) I love you. We're going to get through this. I love you. We are going to get through this. Until next time. Bye. Bye. Email us at thecommercialbee at gmail.com. Find us and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at The Commercial Break. New episodes drop every Wednesday. We can be found on Spotify, iHeartMedia, Apple, Google, and all major podcast providers. The Commercial Break is a great middleweight production. Written and produced by Brian Green. Co-hosted by Chrissy Hoadley.